What's going on, everybody? We're uh, welcome back <laughs> to Monday Evening Football. We got Scott phoning in today, so uh, you'll see. How we over, doing? Over, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, it won't matter to you. You will, you will have the same experience. But if you're watching us, uh, this blue Skype logo over here to my, my left is uh, that's, that's Scott today. Scott's, uh, that's me today. Scott, I'm on vacation. It? I'm up in, up in the mountains, the hilly areas, go. you know. There we and, go. How, uh, you know. People don't tell you that recording sports like that or reporting on sports like this is is so strenuous and things like that. So it's a, uh, you know sometimes you just need a little R and R, and that's what we're doing here. I like but it. unfortunately, that does come with the price of a uh, bad internet connection. So hey, that's uh you know that's how it goes from time to time. It's uh yeah you know, we don't get to see your smiling face, but all good. You know I like to think of the glasses half full. Well, you the benefit of the internet yeah, is look it, at us now. We can still do this show, even though you're at a mountainous resort uh, vacation retreat. That yeah, is uh, that is know. pretty awesome. We get to bring the people a bunch of NFL news and notes. So I'm excited. Absolutely. And before anyone jumps to conclusion, I'm not in rehab or anything like this. This really was some resting relaxation with your girlfriend, okay? So let's, not, let's not start any rumors out there. We're here to talk about sports. We're here to analyze what's going on in the NFL. We're here to bring you the best takes on the NFL. The best positive takes, too, because there's too many of those guys that just try to do the negative takes for views and stuff. You know, no doubt. we'll do a negative take here or there, but that's only if we really feel it. You know what I mean? So, Nick, I'm, I'm excited for what we got today. You know, Monday, Memorial Day. Shout out to the people who have served, you know. Um, yep, yep. Thank you for, for your sacrifice, all that great stuff. Um, hey, but let's get right into it. Hey, did you see uh, Jay, our guy Jay Cutler over, uh, former quarterback of the Bears, Denver Broncos, whoever you wanted to root for? Um, yep. He kind of went on ESPN uh, 1000 the other day and said Andy Dalton should start over Justin Fields. Yep. And uh, if you ask me, Nick, I don't know if Jay Cutler and the Bears media team is on the uh, same page when it comes to that. Yeah, that uh, that is definitely not the case, Scott. For everything that Instagram there, yes, that's uh, that Instagram has been absolutely popping with Justin Fields. Um, oh, for sure, photos and graphics. Meanwhile, Andy Dalton, as we've said on the show before, Scott, still a damn good quarterback. Uh, I think both of us absolutely. can understand where Jay Cutler's coming from. Actually, this might be the first thing that we uh agree with Jay Cutler on in his entire life, for sure. But, um, well. Actually, Besides you know the what? Stuff that he said on Very Cavallari, because I yeah, I was gonna I'm say in, hard. in fairness, he was pretty solid on that show. He was yeah, uh, one, for sure. <laughs> there was one episode where she <laughs> she came home in like the middle of the afternoon, and he was drinking wine at like fucking I think it was like three in the afternoon, and she was I like, she was like, oh, you're just you're just drinking at three in the afternoon, and he was like, it's my heart medicine. <laughs> uh, it is good for heart health. Fucking phenomenal. So that guy, uh, oh man, incredible. But I mean, that's going to get what he's talking about is what you're saying. That's what exactly, exactly. And I think he's right. Andy Dalton should start. I mean, the Bears fans (laughs) are going to be, you know, this is going to get everything stirred up in Chicago, which I love to see. But for sure. um, I mean, yeah, like he, he should be the starting quarterback. See, you know, what's weird though. This is kind of one of those things, right? Where it's kind of like, mm-hmm. so you see this a lot lately in the news with Brett Favre. I feel like where it's like Brett, yeah. Favre, Brett Favre is talking a lot about the Aaron Rodgers situation. Now you got Cutler coming out. He's talking about the, you know, this whole situation. You got another former player in um, Shannon Sharp, obviously trying to insert himself in some 
of Julio Jones situation. Like a lot of these former uh, players, yep. man, have a lot of opinions. And uh, in my, it's it's weird because it's like I don't really care what Jay Cutler thinks about Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. Kind of just seems messy. If I'm a Bears fan, I'm like, dude, just get out of here. Like I do not. Like, I don't care. Like, just ride off into the sunset. Do your thing. But, like, what are you commenting yeah. on? Man? You played for two teams in your career. Like, I don't see you talking about the Broncos. That's the way I would feel <laughs> if I was a Bears fan. And I yeah. can relate to Bears fans here because whenever Brett Favre opens his mouth for the last 10 years, I'm just like, here we go. Like, this guy's Yeah, gonna... it's like it, – it, it's one thing if you handled your situation perfectly without mistakes. But it's like, Brett, you definitely did not. Jay Cutler, you didn't either, you know. Yep. So it's like for you to talk on these other situations, like, yeah, I guess you're you're qualified in that you have experience playing the position, you know, but like as far as like the game and where it's at today, I don't know, especially Brett Favre, if he's necessarily qualified and Jay Culler probably a little more qualified because he's played in more of today's game. But, you know, I agree with him. I agree with him that I think Justin Fields isn't ready. And that's not the, that's not a knock on Justin Fields. I think he. He will he will be a great quarterback if he sit if he can sit a year. I think that is a I think that is going to be an interesting thing that we see with the Packers and Jordan Love because if that happens to work out where we brought him in and he sat and then he played very well and not being thrown in the fire and trying to have to pick up things quick, I think you ruin a lot of good quarterbacks by doing that. Like a Sam Darnold type of guy, um, you know, potentially a Justin Fields if he gets thrown in the fire, but like I. You there's been so many times, Nick, we've seen it where, you know, you got a quarterback, an RG three type, maybe who they come in, they put them in starter year one. And I just think that it's a lot for even if you are one of the best quarterbacks, you know, you do have to be an elite talent to make that jump to just playing right away. Um, And not to say that Justin Fields isn't a guy that could do that. But I just think if you have a guy in Andy Dalton who's done it a little bit, why not just ride with Andrew Dalton and just for year one and bring fields along, you know, gradually and say, Hey, we got a, we got a future guy here in, in fields, but let's let Andy Dalton take the reins this year. Show us what he can do because, you know, to be honest, if you're the bears fan, you're probably a little more set up with Andy Dalton coming in and being able to just slay on the football field. Um, you know, and then it's Andy Dalton's job to lose, obviously. I mean, if he's not producing through, you know, the first eight weeks, I would don't know if you make a decision any sooner than that. But, you know, knowing the Bears, they might do that, actually. But I think you just let it play out a little bit with Andy Dalton. And unless you see something really amazing from Justin Fields in practice that is like, okay, yeah, this guy, you know, deserves to to be put in. But I think he has to really blow Andy Dalton out of the water in practice for that to even happen. For sure. I mean, uh, at the end of the day is, uh, you know, is... Is Jay Cutler butting into something he shouldn't? Probably. Yet, at, yeah. the, same, at the same time, is he right? Probably. So it's kind of <laughs> like one of those yeah. things, you know, where it's like he's, and that's just the case, you know. But I, will the Bears fans get on the same page as you there? I don't know. You know, I anticipate uh, they will get very impatient with Andy Dalton, um, probably unreasonably impatient with him. Yeah. And uh, I, I, in my personal opinion, I... I don't know that this is right, but I don't see a world where Justin Fields does not start a game for the Bears this year. Justin Fields will definitely start sure. a game for the Bears as a rookie. I'm not sure when, I'm not sure where, yeah. but I'm sure it's going to happen. Yeah, I would I would agree. I would uh, you know, 100% agree. And you know, and I and I don't blame the Bears fans for not having patience 
you know, in situations like this anymore, because to be honest, like you, they, they, you know, they've been patient, but like the last five years, like my patience would be worn out too. You know, it's, uh, I'm not going to lie. Like what the bears are going through, that's like a shit sandwich. You know what I mean? And it's not a sandwich that I want to take a bite of or even be near. And I hope the Packers never pack that for lunch for me ever. No doubt. Um, Coming up on, uh... I, I don't want to do it. You know, I don't want to do it. I don't want to deal with it. It's a tough situation to go through. And it's seemingly, and maybe, and maybe that's, you know, due to maybe the ownership of the the Chicago bears making it like a tougher situation to climb out of, but it just, um, I don't even want to get back into that situation. Um, so hopefully we can, the Packers can avoid that at all costs. But yeah, I mean, I definitely understand like the bears not having patience and, just wanting a guy, but I mean, in this situation, I feel like this situation is a little different from the ones in the past because yeah. I think you do have two guys who are very, very good at the position and who could come in and make an impact for your team. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough decision for the Bears who to who to start and who to rock with. Um, you know, maybe they get it right, and no. like we said, Nick, it's only good for the NFL if they if that third big market team could get it right and and start firing on all cylinders. But we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, what goes on with that quarterback situation over there. But I did see, I don't know if you saw this, Nick, last oh. week on uh, OTAs, Mac, Mac Jones coming with a little bit of that swagger. Yeah, no doubt. Um, no doubt. And, uh, you know, so it, it kind of had, uh, you know, some people, they were, they were for it. Right. And then a lot of other people, they were like, um, not necessarily the Patriot way, I guess. Um, and yeah. But here's the thing, too. It's like they were also pointing out his size, that he's very undersized. Um, but, I mean, I obviously, if you're standing next to a guy like Cam Newton, like that's to be expected. Yeah. Um, but I think their other quarterback, he was a little smaller than, too. So interesting to see um, what's going on with Mac Jones there. But from other other than that, I heard, you know, the accuracy was on point. Like the football skills, it seemed to be seemed to be there for him. So. You know, interesting that you kind of see like a couple different reports coming out of last week OTAs from the Patriots, but uh, you know we'll kind of see what what's going on over there with with Mackie. Yeah, no Mac doubt. Daddy. Mac Jones, uh, interestingly, in just finds himself, you know, another rookie quarterback. Think of he finds himself in a bit more of a comfortable position than Fields, right? I mean, the Chicago yeah. Bears organization is coming up on we're getting close to the 40th anniversary of uh, Super the yeah. Super Bowl in '85, so. They have not had the same success mm-hmm. the Patriots have had over that same 40-year span. Yeah. And uh, because of that, the Patriots, you know, that this is a team that I think is actually able to bring him along slowly. I think that uh, yes. they, you know, you have Cam Newton in there. Cam Newton is definitely, I struggled a little bit last year at times, but you would think learning a whole new offense coming into that Patriots culture would maybe take you a year or two. So very interesting yeah, to see yeah. what Cam Newton looks like this season, but um, yeah, I mean, Mac Jones is in a good spot and I did, I did see some of those reports. It's like some people were like, uh, not as happy, especially with the size thing. Cause I, <laughs> yeah. I, I read that like he's listed at the same height and weight basically as Stidham. Like they're both like listed yep. at like six, three, I... whatever, but he looks significantly Probably. shorter than Stidham in practice. And so mm-hmm. it's interesting cause I mean, I don't know why I get it. Like, I guess you lie, but it's kind of like, why? Because well, it's not high school. Like, do you think he, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Do like, you think he forgot? Yeah. Because, I mean, once you get on the field, it's not going to matter really what size you are. It's right. Not, For sure. Like, like a Russell I mean, Wilson. I guess I get why you do it. You know, I get why you do it. But, like, it's not, 
it's not really going to matter. But do you think maybe he just forgot his uh, cleat inserts yesterday that's, that's or right, last week at practice? He or? got caught. He got caught without the uh, the, the orthopedics. Yeah. He just he went he he went from a different spike length. That's, that's what it was. That's what you know, was. he went from the three inches down to a you know See. a quarter inch to an inch of for more foot safety, obviously. Uh, of course. Um. So maybe that maybe that's what it was. That could um, be. What you it know. Was. So honest mistake over there from the Patriots but, with the the sides listing. You've got but, to feel. You know, you've got to I, feel good though. If that's the if that's the critique on a player in the modern NFL, you got to feel good because yeah. that means there's not a lot to critique. Like, look at Kyler Murray. Like that dude is smaller than I yeah. am. Like he yeah. is not yeah. like at this point in the NFL, especially a quarterback with guys like Russell Wilson, with guys like Kyler Murray, with guys yeah. that are as like like look at Lamar Jackson. He's not a big dude, but he's running all over the field. Yep. Like the modern NFL, if you are talking about quarterback size as a negative, now I can see it as a positive. You got some giant dude coming in there, six for sure. Still a positive, but yep. if we're going to talk about a smaller quarterback as some sort of an issue, it's just, I mean, you're kind of grasping at straws at this point. So if you're a Patriots fan, I think you got to yeah. feel pretty excited that that's the only real knock on Mac Jones <laughs> that we've heard so far. Yes. And, and like you said, like, I mean, he, you when you see other people at the position that are similar to you, maybe on the shorter side or you know maybe not as much arm strength but quicker and and can run the ball or, or different things like that. When you see that that's already in the NFL, then it to me that like you said, Nick, a lot less of a concern yep. than if like it's like okay, well this is the only guy who's a size in the NFL. You know that would be a little concerning, but like you said, hey, that's the only knock. If I'm a Patriots fan, I'm. Very happy there. There we go. Um, and and really, there's there's really nothing going to be able to stop Mac Jones in the future unless the former Giants running back himself, Brandon Jacobs, comes back because he's had some success against the Patriots, yes. and he's talking about making a comeback maybe at defensive end. And you know what? I'm interested to see these NFL players that are being like, well, I want to change position and try to make the mm-hmm. a late uh, a late career uh, comeback. Hey, that's a definitely an interesting thing that I think we're starting to see develop, you know, with Tim Tebow going to tight end and then Brandon Jacobs looking to come back and play defensive end. Yep. Now, that I think it'll be interesting. I don't know how running back translates to defensive end, but uh, hey, if he right. can do it, that would be be something exciting. And I think it opens up a whole different, you know, potential aspect of the game. Yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it's it's interesting to see, right? It's like. With these contracts nowadays, as big as they are, if you feel like yeah. you can still do a little something and you feel like you still got a foot in the door, why not? Why not? I mean, yeah. I, I can totally understand that. Why not? Um, it's weird, though, because I just always wonder to myself in situations like this, is a former running back, right, who's been, I believe, out of the league for a little while now. Yeah. Is that guy going to be able to transition to a new position on the other side of the ball and be better and help a team more than some kid that just went undrafted? I, I am not a big believer in that. I would like for Brandon Jacobs to be able to be <laughs> successful in his life doing whatever he wants to do. I, you know, no yep. issues with that. I liked him when he played for the Giants. But the reality is, yep. in my mind, I always think to myself, like, there has got to be some kids from the Big Ten and the SEC that went undrafted. That if you put them in training camp, they've been playing defensive end their whole life. They're bigger, yeah. stronger, faster. If you put them out there, they're probably going to help a team a lot more than Brandon Jacobs. So 
in a way, yeah. and, does it feel a little bit like a reach to me? Yes. Does it feel like a team like yeah. the Giants, if they were to bring him back, would be doing him a little bit of a favor? Yes. You know, I'm sure the guy's working yeah. hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he's working hard. But to be honest, you know, to me, it's like, I don't know. I say let a kid get a shot, man. Like, you already did your thing. Like, you're trying to switch positions to the other side of the ball. Like, yeah. it would be kind of awesome. But at the same time, I kind of feel like there's some of these kids out here that would probably run circles around my man and uh, in training camp. And For sure. That'll probably end up being yeah. what happens. And, and, like, here's the other thing, too, is, like, if you're looking at it from the team perspective, like, you have a guy in Brandon Jacobs who's older, trying to get play defensive end. Now, if he can make that transition and just kill it, you know, come in and be a starting defensive end. Right. Like if he if he is talented enough to do that, then yeah, okay, maybe a team team looks at him. But like if, if you're you're not going to bring a guy on like Brandon Jacobs and be like, oh, he's going to be good in like two to three years at the defensive end position. Right. That makes no sense because in those two to three years, he's like, okay, now I'm at the end of my career, I'm done. You know, no chance to re-sign him, yep. extension, stuff like that. So the upside on a guy like Brandon Jacobs playing at the defensive end position is, like, he would have to show that he could play this year at some point in the season yep. and next or by next year at the very latest. Otherwise, you know, I don't I don't know if it uh, if it makes a whole lot of sense unless, you know, he's contributing from day one. Right. Um, other than that, you, I think you go with the younger guy who is hungry, wants to prove himself and, um, you know, has a, a potential greater upside just because of the, the age factor, but who knows, maybe being in the NFL, um, picking up pass blocks, you know, stuff like that. Maybe he is, maybe he has a great understanding of the defensive side of the ball and yep. maybe he's worked with, you know, defensive linemen, um, you know, on his teams throughout the years, just picking up techniques and stuff like, so he knew how to pick up blocks and stuff like that. So maybe he maybe he does have an interesting insight that he could use to his advantage to to make it happen. But I mean, like I said, if unless he's contributing day one, I don't necessarily know if if it's going to be a thing. But hey, I'm here for it. If Brandon Jacobs can pull it off, right. that's great. You know, right away. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think yeah. that's. Uh, I mean. An interesting storyline to watch uh, moving forward. You know, and we'll see if more players look to do the same thing. Right. Sure. I mean, I mean, look at Tate Timo. I mean, the sports set his TD prop of two and a half for Jacksonville Jaguars. There we go. Got there. Do you know, Nick? Uh, I mean, two and a half touchdowns for Tebow on the year. It's fascinating, right? You have it, to. That's on the year. You okay. have to have a lot. I'm hammering you. You have over. to have a lot. But I think it's probably a good line. It is. I mean, in reality, you have to have a lot of stuff happen before the season starts, right? So he has to make the team, which we think is probably a foregone conclusion, but that is that is part of it. Has to be yeah, able to has so. to be able to stay yep. healthy. And then you have to consider that like there's probably not a world where Tebow is uh the starting tight end, right? So the only chance he's going to have to get touchdowns yep. is going to be some sort of like goal line type of package uh, in that tight end yep. role or, you know, potentially some sort of wildcat Taysom Hill type thing like they've been talking about. Right. So that's the thing. Yeah. Now, two and a half t- touchdowns. Here's here's my question. Is it two and a half touchdowns as a tight end or is it two and a half touchdowns total? Because I could see him 
getting like two rushing touchdowns over the course of the season in some sort of weird like wild yeah. or like a, like a like a pass a roll maybe like I so if it's two and a half total touchdowns I don't know that that's a bad bet I think I saw the line is like it's pretty close right now like the betting I think it's like I think the under is like oh, I'm sure. paying like plus one twenty five. I think the the I think the over is like minus one sixty or something. So it's like it's not crazy like yeah. right now. Um, I mean, it's interesting, right? It's very interesting. That's uh, it, that's it, one it, where that I kind of want to stay away. I mean, from, I I think you know, really, yeah. I I'm hammering the over next. I think. I think a guy okay. like Tebow, it, once he makes the team, once he makes the team, man, you get him into those late weeks, you uh-huh. know, where he, now he's working in the offense. I don't see, I don't see how like a guy like Tebow can won't move, make himself work himself into the starting rotation at tight end. I, it's just so hard for me to, to see that not happening because of. That dude has a work ethic like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, I mean, you great. see him in the pictures coming out of training camp and just how jacked oh, he thick. looks. Like, to me, that dude, that dude, that dude is going to, and like, to be honest, this is probably like the, like when he, he went and played baseball and people were like, ah, oh, you know, you probably won't have that much success. He, he still had some success, but I think this, like, this is probably like the position where he could thrive the most in the sports scenario right yeah. now, like a sports team setting yep. at the tight end position. So I think it's I think it's easy not easy but like I think we're gonna see more of Tebow than people think maybe care to admit and I think especially towards that latter half of the season I think you're gonna see a heavy dose of Timmy 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 Tebow and you know what I'm here for it so I would hammer the over two and a half if they had an alt bet of uh, you know six touchdowns on the year I would hammer that too. Um, <laughs> Because that's where that's where I think this Tim Tebow thing is going. going. But that's just me. I'm not a financial advisor. Tim, and Tim, you know what? Tim Tebow. If you disagree with me, you can get the hell out Tim of here. Tim Tebow, in your mind, is going to uh, is going to potentially be able to score six or more touchdowns on the season as the starting tight end yeah, for the Jaguars. If, yeah, if yeah, but they're not all receiving touchdowns, so we gotta okay, take that okay, into okay. account. Okay, I, okay, so I got yeah. you. I, was, I, I, I imagine I imagine at one point in the season. Um, he'll probably in the late game scenario, holding the holding the kick. Yeah, right. Okay. Kicker, and he calls an audible out. Some like along those lines. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. First, that that'll count for one, and then we only need five more. He's probably going to catch two or three. A little tight end out package, you know, double tight end. I could see him, you know, and then you get a like maybe Is- one or two fullback runs. Is Tim? It's, it's possible. See, here's here's but, what I think know? it is. His biggest obstacle during the games will be this, in my mind. If you're a defensive player in the NFL, right? You come out, mm-hmm. okay? You're like, all right, they're going to probably pass, so we're either going to be in a man or a zone, right? Say you're in a man coverage. Yeah. All right, you got Tebow. You're like, definitely, definitely heightened sense of awareness on that play. Like, you're like, look, I'm not going to be the dude that Tebow scores on. No way. So if you're manned up against him, like, you might, like, it, it's there's going to be a lot going on there, right? They, you're not just going to give sure. up a touchdown to Tebow. It's, it's going to be a tough ride. Now, against the zone coverage, 
maybe he's able to get loose a little bit, right? It's a little bit more, you know, he's kind of heading through. Okay, he's going to try to find a little opening in the zone. For sure. Nobody's there trying to take his head off, you know, because it's kind of like, okay, well, he might go this way, he might go that, you know. That that potentially helps him out a little, right? Yeah. Is is that he's not yep. necessarily in is in as much of a predicament as he is against a man. Because I just think the psychology of defenses when they see Tim Tebow come trotting onto the field is like, I mean, obviously they're gonna involve this dude in this play more than likely. Like look at him. Even if he's a decoy, like he's gonna get involved. So uh I'm definitely lighting sure. his ass up if I'm playing man <laughs> for sure. Like the second the ball is snapped, I'm gonna hit this dude with everything I got. Is probably going to be the thought of a lot of defenders, I would imagine. Um, For sure. But here's the thing, Nick. I don't think even if you hit that dude with everything, but I don't think he's going to matter. I know he's funny. I know he's he's looking really. He's Bill, bro. Yep. He's coming off the line. He's like, oh, okay. He ain't going to torn up his speed. That's for sure. Right. But you come in there. He's not going to be able to like burn any middle linebackers or nothing like that. But, you know. Yep. If safety or cornerback tries to hit him, they're just going to hit and fall down, essentially. Come up, it's going to be like Chad Ochocinco trying to block Ray Lewis on that one video that safety. circulates every couple of years. <laughs> it just ain't going to work. Safety comes down, man coverage, Tebow, ball gets snapped. Safety's thinking, like, I'm about to jam this fool. Goes to stick them, and Tebow <laughs> just eats that, t- chucks yeah. him to the side. He's, a, you know, perfect running form. He's right there. Let's go, Trevor Lawrence. Bang. I mean, I can see it. I don't yeah. know if I can see it six times. But in fairness, if I was going to take this bet, you have to take the over. Like, do not bet the under. Yeah. You should never yeah, bet the no. under anyway, ever. Like, yeah. I'm not a financial advisor, but you should not be out here betting the under ever. We For bet sure. overs on this show. But especially on that bet. Yep. Like, if you're going to put money on yeah. Tim Tebow, don't put it against the guy. Who's rooting against him? We're not rooting against him. Certainly. I'm just saying I don't know if he's going to score three touchdowns, but I'm definitely not rooting for against sure. the guy. I hope he scores 10. I hope they play him at quarterback. Yes. I'm here for all of it, but I yeah. think uh, at the end of the day, it is it is going to be interesting to watch him become this uh, this like highlighted element yeah. of the offense which for, for the Jaguars, which is phenomenal. Like The fact that this guy yeah, is, it... is still, after all this time, able to come in and make this much noise is amazing. Yeah, it sure is. But uh, you know, we'll see we'll see how that plays out. But I'm I'm high on Tim Tebow. Um probably higher than I've ever been on him before in my life. Um so I'm excited to see what happens. But we hey Nick, we potentially have a new landing spot for Julio Jones. Oh, uh, the Seattle Seahawks uh, potentially looking to make some moves for the yep. Falcons all pro. Yeah, the Seahawks. And uh Yeah, that would be uh you think that's Russell Wilson pulling those strings over there? Got to be, or it's them trying to make Russell Wilson happy. It's one of the two, I think. Um, oh, for sure. If I you're mean, them, either way, it's going to make them happy. So if you're them, you got to be looking around, right? And this makes sense, right? You're looking around. You're in the toughest division in the yep. NFL next year by far. It's not even close. Like it's it's not even yep. remotely close. And I mean, yeah, if you're the Seahawks right now, you might be kind of feeling like you're fourth in that in that equation, right? If if yeah. you, you know, yeah. it depends. I think it depends on, I think most people feel like the Rams and Cardinals are, are probably ahead of the Seahawks at this point. Yeah. 49ers, it's tough, but a healthy 49ers team, I mean, just made it to the Super Bowl two years ago. So I think, yeah, yeah man, I think it's, they got to be looking to make a move here. I mean, this is, you know, if they're the team, if they're one of these teams that's offering a first round pick, like, I don't think that's a bad idea. I have seen the, uh, the other yeah. thing is what I find interesting. There were some rumors circulating that the Rams 
we're potentially floating a trade opportunity for for Julio Jones. So I think the Seahawks yeah. are looking like, wait, that's in our division. We can't. I mean, we cannot <laughs> let that happen. There's just no way. Yeah. You know. And think about it, man. I mean. You keep hearing about all these teams with Julio Jones, and and they're all such a good yep. fit, right? We've heard Patriots yeah. recently. We've yeah. heard Cowboys recently. We've heard uh, Rams recently. But the Seattle I'm, Seahawks, yeah. if you put Russell Wilson out there, and he's got DK Metcalf and that freak of a human being, <laughs> and I mean that in the best possible way, on one side of the field, and Julio Jones on the <laughs> other side of the field, like, I mean, what are you – like, what defense is going to do anything with that? That is insanity. Like. That is, and you got Russell Wilson throwing him the ball. I mean, that is a yeah. high-powered offense right there in the making. So, I think it would make that division yeah, this... even more awesome. Oh, for sure. Um, but man, in the NFC, you just do have to wonder every time an NFC team is rumored, would they pull the trigger? Because if you're the Falcons, yeah. And, and for example, Bill Belichick offers you a third rounder, which he got Randy Moss for. If we remember, yeah, he offers you a third rounder. He's sitting over there in the AFC East with the bills in his division. And you have that option as a Falcon, send him there and we don't have to worry about him or send him to the Seahawks. Yeah. Who we very well could be. If we turn this rebuild around quick enough, as you and I have talked about how the NFL moves so fast, you might be the Falcons thinking like, yo, do we want to have to play Julio Jones in the playoffs in three years? Like probably not. Probably don't want to do that. So, you know, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to say. Like, what do you do? Do you take a first yeah. I, from the Seahawks? Where what, that's probably going to be a t- pick in the 20s. Yeah. Or do you take yeah. a third and you it's, don't have to uh, worry about him? I tell you what, this Julio Jones thing is becoming a problem. It because is. now you're starting to see the possibilities of where he can go. And it's like, wow, those teams get like double better. Essentially, yes. is what it is, yeah, you know, yes. because you're essentially any team he, for most teams he's probably going to get or that have been talked about. They've already have one great or one good wide receiver already. You know, that is a first man. So when you bring Julio Jones over, like that guy's obviously being the second wide receiver, yep. and you're going to have a great one two punch in that, and it's going to be dangerous. So I mean, if he goes to the AFC, I'm I'm happy about it. But if he goes to the NFC, it just makes that division a little tougher. But We'll see. We'll see where where all when it's all said and done, where the where the chips fall. Uh, but it's uh, it's definitely interesting to see it play out. These are kind of the storylines that I like. That you know doesn't really affect me too much with my fandom. Right. But it's interesting to see like where a top talent like Julio Jones goes and what the Falcons will get in return for a guy like Julio Jones. It's just uh, always good to see that because it kind of resets the market for veterans and, and certain things like that when it comes to trade. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, but Hey, it's, uh, this is what sports is about, especially off season sports. Um, speaking of off season sports guys, we are covering doing a preview of every Monday night game leading up to the, the NFL season. And this week tonight we have the Philadelphia Eagles versus the, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. We're going to be analyzing yep. that game. Um, let you know the ins and outs. We're going to give our predictions as well, and we'll see how they stack up, you know, when the season comes around. Um, but, yeah, it's America's team versus the Liberty Bells, essentially. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles are cracked. They are. And, uh, they are. They, they, are. they need some help. So we're definitely going to be talking about that tonight. Um, feel free to tune in on that. That's going to probably be 
8 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Yep. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. If you guys are into that, um, we'll bring some great insight, break down, break down both sides of the teams, and uh, really let you know. Um, Nick, other than that, you got any anything for the people at home? Oh, man, just uh, good to be back. Good little Memorial Day here. Enjoy the day. If you have the day off, that's awesome. Enjoy it. That's what it's all about, yeah. right? Is uh saw a cool little post the other day where a veteran was talking about, you know, that's what that's what those those uh, soldiers would want, right? The people that Memorial Day is here for, the people that gave their lives. They would want us Absolutely. to have a good time, you know what I'm saying? So if you're off uh, if you're off work today, man, have a good time. Enjoy it. Even if you're not, you yep. know, when you get home, you know, it's Memorial Day. Like, uh, you know, have a, have a good day, man. It's a good day to be thankful for all the stuff we got yeah so, nfl being one of those things absolutely and uh, i'm excited to talk to yep. talk to you about the nfl tonight there scott yeah it'll be a great time all right everyone have a good one jabronis we'll see you guys uh later tonight